Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of a hero's triumph against darkness? A dragon's journey of self-discovery? Or perhaps two souls' quests to find unity? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. Hi, and welcome to this episode of The RPG Show. My name is Brent, I'm your host, and with me today, I have two bros on a road trip to disappointment. That's right. First up, we have Nick, I discovered a new recipe, Gantner. How's it going, man? Uh, it was going great until you unplugged the, the recorder. <laughs> great, I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, first up is, uh, then not first up, second up, we have Kevin Prompto as Life Kajaski. What's happening, man? Just enjoying the second time through. Oh, man. So yeah, all right, all right. Let's talk about our failures right up front. We, we did. We were thirty minutes into our discussion. My blood pressure was up. We were yelling. We were screaming. It was probably the best we've ever recorded on the show. And somehow, <laughs> in the point of the thing, uh, I managed to unplug the power from the recorder, which currently doesn't have a battery in it, and it died, and we lost everything. So uh, we're starting over. That's right, starting fresh. And today we have a review for you guys. We're talking about Final Fantasy Fifteen. Uh, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. So real quick, before we get into I know I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. It's fine. It's fine. I try so hard. I'm kidding. All right. Moving on with our live. Uh, before we get into how we do this, everybody, I just want, cause I know I've talked about on this show before, um, my final fantasy experience. Cause I've, I tend to favor them quite highly. I've played a lot of them, uh, love most of them, really despise a couple. and But most for the most part, Final Fantasy is a high watermark in the RPG genre for me. So without uh, too much dragging on about it, um, I just want to real quick go through each of you and kind of get your Final Fantasy story from you. So Nick, why don't you go first? What is your Final Fantasy story? Okay, um, so first started off with Final Fantasy VII on the PS1, like a lot of people. Um, it wasn't my first RPG, uh, but it was my first Final Fantasy, if you don't count Mystic Quest, which I totally forgot about until uh, Kujo said it last time. So uh, I guess technically that's my first one, and unlike most people, I actually enjoyed it a lot. It's probably one of my favorite Final Fantasies. But anyway, uh, Final Fantasy VII... Pretty much almost beat that, but my brother erased my save, tried to get back into it, couldn't really, got eight, maybe, I think I got to the second disc, hated it, stopped playing it, nine, almost beat nine, didn't beat it, which is a common theme, ten, almost beat that one, didn't beat it, played a 
11 for a couple months, 12, never bought it, but I, I'm going to be picking it up on PS4 soon, 13, played it like 8 hours, didn't play 13 2 or 3, Lightning Returns or whatever, uh, oh, X2, uh, played that for like fucking 4 hours, and then I was like, this is the biggest waste of my money I've ever spent up until this point in my, my life, um, played 14 for like 2.5 years, uh, 15, beat it. Uh, second, second, thanks to the correction from Brent, because I totally forgot about it. Uh, second Final Fantasy I've ever beaten, if you're not counting tactics, uh, because we needed to go back for the show and play 7, and I did it, finally beat it. Um, I've played 4, 5, and 6, when they were re-released on the PS1, and I played 1 on mobile for like 30 minutes. Alright, uh, what about you, Kevin? What's, what's your Final Fantasy story? Um, it started with, uh, the Nintendo, when my dad, uh, he was into RPGs when I was a kid. He had uh, Dragon Warrior and Final Fantasy. And uh, I remember playing the first one. Um, I pretty much just got to the pirate ship and I you know, lost interest because I was a kid. Um, but I got Final Fantasy VI for either my birthday or Christmas uh, for the Super Nintendo. And I really love that game. Um, Shadow is like my all-time favorite character. Uh, beat that game a whole bunch of times. Um, and then I start, uh, I went back and played four, um, beat that one, um, through rentals. And then, um, I saved up because I knew Final Fantasy VII was coming out, got the PlayStation. Um, and then I just from there just played pretty much every Final Fantasy. Um, I beat seven, eight, nine, ten. I did play ten too, but. I, just like Brent or Nick, um, I couldn't I couldn't finish that thing. It was garbage. Uh, I played eleven for a little bit. It was just super hard at the time. Took too much time, so I, I got I think I got to like level twenty of my characters. Uh, played a beat twelve, um, thirteen, um, beat that. I beat thirteen two. Uh, didn't play the lightning returns one. Um, then I played fourteen. Got a character level fifty. Uh, then I got tired of it, just too much time, and you have to have so many groups and stuff to even get anything done. So I, I uh, dropped that and then uh, beat 15. I also played like, you know, Mystic Quest and all the other like offshoots like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. I think I played the Game Boy Advance one, it was like Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Crystal Chronicles. Pretty much anything with Final... Crystal Chronicles. I think that's yeah. the, the GameCube one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you can have the hookups with the Game Boy Advance and shit. That was yeah. it was fun as hell with, when you have people to play with, not so much by ourselves. Got it. But yeah, played. Uh, I played pretty much every Final Fantasy or a, a good majority of them. Uh, and like I said before, I'm pretty biased. I really love Final Fantasy, so if it's um, so, just so really we're close. clear, just so we're clear, like on a scale from one to ten, one being eh. 10 being, oh my god, I might give up my firstborn. What was your hype level right before this game was being released? Uh, eight. So, okay. So, the hype. I, I wasn't like, I didn't get too excited because I got really excited. Like, I got to 10 when uh, 13 was coming out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that was a turd. So, I was like, okay, this looks a lot better. Like, you know, but I'm not. I'm not getting too excited. As long as it like meets a, a certain 
I guess I had lower expectations, so maybe that's why I like this game better than you guys did. Spoilers. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think that's that's what it is. I wasn't. I was excited, but not like oh my god, excited. Okay. Well, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I don't, I don't think you've had lower expectations than me because I was not going to buy this game except we had to do it for the show. Like mine at one of the ten was a one. So, and I was probably pretty low. I was like a four or a five, maybe. So uh, I was probably going to buy it and just kind of play it uh, in my fr- free time. And then it became painfully obvious that we were about to play it for the show. So it was like, Ugh, all right, fine. Um, I was not overly thrilled about having to play it for the show. And that I don't think that really affected my, my, my uh, in, uh, uh, read on the game, but it is what it is. So if this is your first time here, sorry for the negativity up front. And it's, I promise you it's not going to be two hours of negativity. It's not going to even be two hours long. But uh, the way we do this is we break this bitch into one, two, three, four, five, six categories. Gameplay, story, music, visuals, overall experience, and replayability. And give them a score one through five. We do allow half scores because Nick ruined up the whole fucking system early on. So there we go. Um, so without much further ado, let's get into gameplay. So Final Fantasy XV is a action RPG, and it has a action system essentially. With you have a party of three additional members. Uh, you have very little as far as you uh, commands that your main character can do. You can issue even fewer to some of your uh, allies. Um, so, it, like I normally do for the whole segment, I'm, I'm going to kind of break gameplay in this one down into uh, the combat system, the progression systems, and the, uh, like, uh, exploration and just content um, portion of it uh, and talk about each of them individually. So, Nick, what Don't are some... the mini games. Well, I'll pr- pr- put that in the content thing. Uh Okay. Nick, what are some things that did not work for you combat-wise in this game? Oh, boy. Okay. So, things that did not work for me were the... uh, What felt like limited amount of... um, Like, actually, impact like of controlling my character and then those of my party. Because usually in an RPG, at least with the games that you have... Uh, party members i'm used to just being able to like actually do something with them um like substantial not just like uh here's do this thing to this character and that's all the interaction i have with you uh throughout the rest of the the combat pretty much um 
so mostly what I didn't like was that it seemed to be a very simplistic, at least to me, um, system where you had like each of your buttons did one thing, like uh, you could attack with one button, you can do a warp strike with one button, you can dodge with another button, you jump with another button, you use another button to trigger your uh, armature thing, another button does your, uh, your party techs or whatever. Um, and my biggest complaint with the combat system was the camera. Because uh, there were so many times where I'd be fighting, and then all of a sudden the camera would fuck up, and I like I'm seeing like I'm I'm looking at a rock, or I'm looking at trees, or I'm looking at Gladia's ass, and I'm like I'm not quite sure what's happening. And then I get hit in the face because I can't see the enemy's uh, wind up attack, and I'm like, fuck this. So then you just get out. So I feel like the way the game is supposed to be played is that you pretty much let your party members do a lot of the work, and then you stay out of the way, and then just go in for warp strikes. Like, but that's not very fun to me. Um, and the summons were also a big disappointment uh, because instead of actually being a usable attack, it felt like an oh shit button. Like, fuck, my party's wiped. Oh, oh, I hear the the summon music. I hear the summon music. Okay, I can I can survive this fight now because the summons just gonna instantly kill everything. Great. All right. Um, what are some things that you did enjoy, um, combat wise in this game? Um, I will say the the armager thing was pretty fun like you're it's like, like another oh shit thing because like you're about to die you just pop it you're pretty much invulnerable and you just go ham on whatever you're attacking um i did have some issues like triggering the armor chain like i'd, I'd press it and then nothing would happen and it would just like waste the last like quarter of my bar or whatever or then like sometimes i'd do it and it would like they would whoop like your party members would come out and they start whooping ass and uh, so it was kind of like wonky for me but uh, that was pretty cool. I did like enjoy the variety of like weapons you can get, but I only really ever used a sword. So uh, take that as you will. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, as far as I'm concerned, things I didn't care for um, right up front. Uh, the magic system was kind of bunk. Um, there, it was useful, and I did use it. Um, I just it, in Final Fantasy, you tend to really explore the magic system a lot like it's a big core part of final fantasy and this was just how big of a bomb can i make and that's kind of especially seeing in a lot of the cut scenes and action scenes noctis is using it in a very tactile way which you will never ever 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 use it like in the game um i did not like uh sort of the button mashing without some of the visceral fun that comes from button mashing because then there are a lot of button mashing games that are are incredibly fun um but it comes from the visceral uh in your face nature of what's happening and this felt very subdued in that manner where there you know sometimes stuff get tough and the only you just solve it by warp striking warp striking warp striking warp striking until the end of time and that's boring like you said um and, of course, the summons. I'm with you on the summons. The summons were garbage, uh, especially how you use them, because um, I guess it pops up sometimes for some people. I never really saw it because I didn't die that frequently um, as far in, in combat goes. And I also didn't care for not being able to issue commands to my, my guys. Now, yes, before you say I know there was, like, the techniques, but that's not really issuing commands. That's, like... I have a, a special utility with my guys to make them do a thing. And I only get three bars, so I'll ever only really use, like, a three-tech 
level three technique once in any given encounter. So it's kind of garbage. Um, I'd really wish there was like a weight command, some some move, some aggressive, some defense. Like just kind of give them like like you could set up like a defense, like a uh, default way for them to act. Like so, just go into pop up a little quick menu and be like, uh, I want them to be aggressive this combat. I want them to defend me this combat. I want them to stay back or stay close or spread out or whatever. Just basic stuff. I'm not talking about like uh, like levels of like Final Fantasy 12 where you can go in and set all these if then fucking statements to get ready to do a million things. No, this I just wanted some 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 base control over these guys would have been nice. Um, some things I did like, uh, I liked the, the Super Saiyan Armager chain mode, um, and that's where a lot of my AP went, just kind of go Super Saiyan on him and fuck it and just go crazy. And that was, that was the most fun I had button mashing in the entire game is because you're doing the visceral crazy thing that you should feel like you should be doing by mashing attack on a character that can blink around. And that's what this should look like all the time. It's just me bing, 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 going fucking nuts. Um, and so I did enjoy that. Um, I enjoyed the, the variety of weapons did feel, um, unique and you could kind of tailor them to who you're fighting. Like some things had weaknesses against different types of weapons. They, they felt appropriate to the speed and range of them, even though, um, there's a certain difficulty point in the game where anything slower than, then a regular sword or daggers is kind of pointless because it's just too slow. You're going to die. Um, so that's, that is what it is. Um, outside of that, uh, I did like some of the special conditions sometimes. So something that happens in special fights in this game is you're just fight doing the regular fighty fighty. And then all of a sudden you'll get sort of like a mini objective in the fight to, um, do something else or to to complete the fighter do it successfully and sometimes it's fun sometimes it wasn't um sometimes it was it was really clever or it occurred in a way that felt fluid sometimes you just had to wait for it to occur other times it felt like uh you know after the second or third time attacking then you're not doing a bunch of damage somebody would pop up and be like no we need to do a, a, a link strike or whatever three times and you have to worry about executing that or um uh that kind of thing. So, all right, now Kevin, it's your time to defend the uh, regular, the right boring combat system that this game has to us. What are some things that you didn't like first? What are the things you didn't like? Uh, did like, like you guys said, the summons was like big disappointment. Like they look really awesome when they happen. Like they look really good, but the only way that they it happens is like you're almost dead, and uh, you have to hit like L two real quick so he shows up. Um, and the magic. I was very disappointed in the magic because you, like, like you said, every other ma- uh, Final Fantasy game, the magic. There's so many different spells, and um, there's a lot of different things you can do. This one's you make a grenade, and you can have like fire, ice, lightning, grenade. That, I think that's it. Um, and I mean, there's some things you can do where you can get like lots of experience from it, but it's like game-breaking stuff, and I don't know that kind of stuff's not fun to me. Yeah, I so. mean, you could add status effects to it and make it cast multiple times. Like, there were things you could do, but ultimately, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, and I just, I was just like, I'm not even going to mess with it. I just wasn't even a slot I ever used. Um, besides, like, maybe, like, if I was getting my butt handed to me, I just made a really strong spell. And like you said before, just cleared out a whole bunch of guys. Anyone picked off the rest. But 
I barely ever did that because most of the, most of the game was pretty uh, pretty easy. I thought certainly. So, um, like they said, like the first thing like you see when the game shows up, like when you turn on the game, it says for Final Fantasy fans and first timers. So. Oh, I'll get to that. Hold on to that. Hold on to that thought. I'll come back around to that. I promise. I promise. <laughs> I promise. I mean, that's definitely like, you, you see that, and that is that's that's this game really um but okay I think that's bit, for for not okay <laughs> for what i didn't like so but i did uh, for what i did like is um i i had a well, i had a lot of fun just like with the guys and i liked the warp strikes and i liked uh like dodging and give me like figuring ways to get behind the, the character the enemies and you know do your link strikes and you know, you can build up your link strikes so they're super powerful. And you know, I had a that was like my strategy for a lot of the game. Um, and I'll, I'll admit the camera was was pretty bad, but um, at points. But most of the times, like most boss fights, they're big rooms or they're bigger rooms where the camera's not an issue. Like, but it, but it, it is an issue like when you're like in a tree, like a patch of trees and stuff, where you can't see what's going on. Um, but I just had fun. I don't know. I don't know how to defend like what you guys hated so much about it. Like you couldn't control it and stuff, which I understand. Like you're, we're used to being in more control, but uh, I just okay. took it for what it was and had fun with it. And I'm I'm okay with with what you're saying there. Like I I I, I believe you believe that. Okay. Um, my, <laughs> I think our problem in whole is because how long was this game in development? And this is all we get as far as combat goes. The combat doesn't change very much from start to finish. You unlock the armager stuff and summons. And the rest is pretty much available to you from the onset. Um, And there's no real sense of progression in how combat works. Whereas a lot of RPGs, it feels like by the end, you're using stuff that's way more powerful than the piddly fire one you're casting early on um or the piddly you know attack you're using early on um it it kind of feels the same from start to finish in most most cases um and there were combos if i'm if i'm not remembering incorrectly and if i am please email the show and tell me but i'm pretty sure one of the demos i played there were legitimate combos in in the attacking. Does anybody else remember that? I think the issue is you have to like attack with a sword and then mid like attack, switch to like the javelin or spear or whatever. And then you can switch to like the gun and then back to the sword and you'll do different attack animations and your attacks will behave in a different way. As far as I know, that's the only thing with combos. Okay. Then yeah, I think that's what depends on how it, it depends on which direction you're pushing the button to when you're attacking. All right. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah. And that's that's what I remember. T- I remember there was a lot more fluidness between using the abilities, like because if if you look at any of the animation, like some of the con- like the action sequences of Noctis in the game, like it feels like there's a lot more uh, tactical and finesse control to all of the weapons and the spells that he's showing, like in the process of the game that we you just can't do, like you just can't do in the game, period. Um, and to me that feels kind of wrong and cheap. Like, cause if he could, if he could, you know, sword, sword, lance, and then lob like this little fireball to take out a guy, I feel like I should be able to do that too. 
you know, without killing awesome. my without killing my party. Because right now, if I lob a fireball, then everybody dies except for me. That's how that's gonna go. Because the bitch is, you know, it's got a potency of two eighty or two ninety nine, and it's got five cast on it, so it's just gonna everything's gonna die. So well, um, you, you don't ever really die. You just get zero hit points, and you use a phoenix down or a potion. Yeah, and God, oh, d- using That's items. Play on easy mode, and then uh, Carbuncle will automatically revive you. God, I never had that happen. <laughs> let's, play not, on easy mode. let's not. Let's not even. And yes, like there, it, over in in the strictest sense of the ter- uh, uh, sense of what we're speaking, like. The game's pretty easy, um, at least on the mode. I didn't play on easy. I think I played it normal or whatever. Um, there is only two modes, so it's normal or easy. Okay, so I played it on normal, and uh, there there are counters that are brick walls. Like it felt like there is like a turning point. Like it's either an easy encounter or here's what your butthole tastes like encounter. <laughs> Um, you're using all your potions. It's like it's like mega potion, mega potion, mega potion, and uh, you just can't win. Um, so that was that was disappointing. Um, yeah, that's a big complaint I have. Where like the majority of my items, like I actually used items in this game for once, but that's because the my shitty teammates would stand there and eat a big attack, and I'm like, I'm like twenty fucking miles away. I'm like, okay, obviously he's doing a warm up for big attack. Let me run away. Oh, oh, everybody's just standing there wailing on him, and they're dead. Well, I guess I need a fucking Mega Phoenix this shit. Okay. Because yeah, if you don't, they'll just sit there and yell at you. Like, so-and-so's down! So-and-so's down! So-and-so's down! Like, fuck, no, I don't care. Gladio. Like, fuck yourself. Maybe you shouldn't have been standing in the shit. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, um... Yeah, I, that's... that's The co- combat is... is what is there? I'm not saying I have uh, huge gripes with what's there. I think the overall disappointment comes from the lack of what's there. Because what's there works, but it felt like there should be more, especially a game that's been this long in development. It really should have been more than just me smashing Warp Strike or throwing a grenade and picking off the few stragglers. Um, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. So... Um, that is what it is. On to the, uh, the, the, what really gets me upset are the progression systems in this game. Um, so first off, to get sort of expand... I, I don't know what you're expanding on, really, but I guess your ability to earn more resources essentially is what all they're for. But it's like a very watered-down sphere grid, okay? So you earn AP by doing various things. You can even earn it fishing and doing whatever. Driving. Um, driving, just riding a chocobo these sort of things. Um, and you invest them into um, the, the sphere grid-like thing, and there's like eight of them, and they each signify different points. I don't know why anybody would ever put any in the weight, weight mode one, but whatever. Um, and my problem, with, helps. my problem with this thing is most of the core uh, ones you're going to pick up at the center of each of these little networks they're really underwhelming. They're, you know, very minuscule bumps in power or in um, quality of life things. Uh, and they cost very little AP, 25 AP, 10 AP, 60 AP, even, you know, 99 AP. Um, and then the ones that are more useful or would have a dramatic effect, 
it's not 150 or 200 AP. You go and write to fucking 333 and then 500 or 600 or crazy shit way out there and playing the game normally by playing kind of some of the side quests in each of the chapters where you can do side quests and the story stuff. Uh, you're never going to get those ever. Uh, and so again, that's, that's kind of a meh to me. Like you should at least pick up a couple in just regular play, but you won't. Um, and most of them feel pretty useless. Um, yeah. You get any, either you guys have anything to add about the AP system. Nick, I think, I think you have some, some choice words about the AP system. Um, I think it's really just like a waste. Like I would rather like have like skill points tied to each individual character or some shit. Cause like the problem with this is you have to make the decision between either giving Noctis a point or giving one of your party members a point. And then like, as you were saying, it goes from like, Oh, this thing costs 10. Oh, now it's 300. And then the last upgrade is 999. And the majority of the, the things you could put points into felt like uh, just like a waste. Like it was just kind of thrown in there just to give you something to waste points on. Because I felt like the only things of value were things that either like, gave you new abilities or unlocked like inventory or like accessory slots, I guess. Like the, the stat ones are like, oh, you put a point in here and then you get a multiple of three times your level for the stat. And you're like, well, I'm only level 10. So what the... Okay, that's cool, I guess. And then, like, the max is, like, you, you spend 999 AP, and then you only get, like, uh, like 100 more health or some bullshit. And you're just like, well, the fuck is the... What's the point? I don't understand the point. Yep. Uh, you have anything to add about the AP system there, Kevin? Yeah, the only thing I'll add is that um, I think it goes back to that Final Fantasy fans of first-timers. Like, if you're a first-timer... You're not going to go into all that crap, and all you need is the easy stuff. And if you're like a hardcore Final Fantasy fan, you're a grinder, you're going to go and try to get all the high AP stuff that will really help you in those final dungeons. All right, since this keeps coming up, I'm going to I'm gonna stop us right here on this Final Fantasy game for fans and first-timers bullshit. All right? Like, <laughs> that felt like a statement they put in there directly for fans where they're like, look, guys, um... We got to make games for people that have never played a Final Fantasy game before. And uh, you're not going to like it. Uh, And because nothing in this game really felt like... So, that's such a fucking infuriating statement to make. Like, why even make it? You just say Final Fantasy game or however long in in the making. Like, what are you trying to say by saying a Final Fantasy game for fans and first timers so what you're saying is like well we're gonna take some of the modern things that we know and by that do you mean mmo mechanics because i think you do and put the skin on it that we think fans are fans are like seeing a bomb and a behemoth and chocobos and being able to play their favorite final fantasy music while they're driving around on this weird train thing so yeah that's yeah that's that's for fans right because I don't spot anything else in this game for fans that fans have been asking for or were excited about. And in most cases, I don't really hear any of those things. Uh, to so some of the things, that, a lot of the things they put in there for quote unquote first timers. Uh, a lot of people that are fans of Final Fantasy don't really care for. There's some that are 
uh, that do like it, like yourself, and I'm not saying everybody doesn't like it, but that that statement every time I launched this game set me in a mood that did not <laughs> set them up for success. Okay, <laughs> like like no no no, this is not this is no uh uh-uh. uh, it, it's a fun. It, it didn't say it didn't say for RPG fans, did it? And I think that's that's a, a what telling like thing. how is that even what. That is a what is what is what are you even trying to say there? That because Final Fantasy is an RPG. I know, but a lot of RPG fans are not going to like this game, like you. I but That's I what I'm think- but at, until this point, like I was a Final Fantasy fan ahead of an RPG fan. Like until I started the show, and you can ask Nick, I was a Final Fantasy fan before I was an RPG fan. All right. That's why seven's number one. That's why seven's number one, baby. Uh, and. And I understand, like the game's not for me, and it's 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 not saying a Final Fantasy game for Brent and first timers. I get that, I understand that, um, but I can assure you, I'm not alone in my opinions, um, in in how things work in this game. It's just that statement. Why did it? it why? Why every did, time you turn it on? It why does it? it I my question is, why does it need to be there? Like, they had to have had some reason to put it there. Because other than that... They did it for themselves. I guess. That's what I guess I'm getting at. They're like, well, we don't really know what this is. Because it doesn't play like any Final Fantasies before it. And hopefully it doesn't play like any Final Fantasies after it. And uh, it, you know... I would say the reality of it is, with this game, everybody's playing it as a first timer. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause, cause anybody that that's a big fan of Final Fantasy, like when it was like how we remember it, like anyone, there's no one like young that remembers it like that. They're gonna think this is Final Fantasy now. Uh, I hope not. I also heard that there were uh, troubles during development where, like, the original director had to leave, and then they replaced him with somebody else. So that could explain yeah, why they this brought game in was another... like ten years into it's like ten years in development, and they brought and in they another developer to help him finish it. And like, really, until we got the first demo, there was really no game to speak of. It was kind of still in design stages until we got like the first demo, and they're like, "Oh shit, we got to make a game." So it's. It's it's very troubled, and that's that's a story that you can find all over the internet. I didn't really want to get into the making of Final Fantasy fifteen, um, but again, it's something that's that's been in the works for a third of our lifetime, gentlemen. A third of our lifetime, this game has been in <laughs> development, and this is what we got. Like, if anything else in your life took a third of your lifetime to come to you. And it was this unfinished. You would not, you would not be happy about it. Okay, um, just to say. So um, that's true, but then there was Final Fantasy Thirteen before this, so it's like it it was better than that. <sighs> I, know, I know, I know, it's I know it's it's sad, but it's true. I, and then that's why this game did so well, I think, because everyone's would, like. Well, it's not dog shit. It's just, uh, it's okay. And that, I mean, that's the bar they set for themselves right now. Like, that's what they're at. All right. I will it's, give it's you sad. that it's better than 13. 
Okay? I will give you that it's better than 13. But I don't... Did we wait as long from 12 to 13 as we did from 13 to 15? Probably not. I don't think we did. PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3, I think. Why don't you look that up while uh, I get into the next next bit of... uh... Well, he can't mess with his phone, so... Well, Nick, why don't you look it up while I get into the next thing? Uh, the next thing that makes you mad, because all right, so like this is gonna be the Brett is just pissed off at the world episode. This is Brain Lord 2.0, I guess, because <laughs> I'm not normally this mad at the world, but in maybe it'll take a second playthrough. Because and we'll get to that in replayability. I will play this game again, okay? And um, because I, I guess I owe Final Fantasy that much, I'll play it again. But something about this game when I'm playing it makes me fundamentally unhappy, okay? And by the way, it's three years between twelve and thirteen. Yeah, so it's not even close. That's not even that's not even good comparison to make. Uh, so okay. Um, well, between thirteen and this one, it's been six years. So yeah, but they announced thirteen. What was it? They announced uh, thirteen. Seven years. Shit. This was this was supposed to be like thirteen two or something, or thirteen versus or something. Versus like that. thirteen, and then, and then like it wasn't, and then it was, and then it wasn't. And then, like, it's they had not, to make it something. It's not even related to that trail. That first trailer we got, like the E3 after Final Fantasy 13 came out, like it's not even reminiscent of that at all. Um, but back to, and again, like I want to say something about playing this game makes me fundamentally unhappy, and I could not, for the life of me, through playing it, put a finger on exactly what it was, right? I think it was lots and lots of little things that made me not enjoy myself. And again, I might be able to pinpoint it more when um, I get to replay it. Um, because time and time again, playing through this game, I was like, okay, I'm getting into this. I'm into this. I'm Oh, of course. Now I'm not. I'm into it. I'm into it. Oh, really? This is stupid. Like, that happened a lot. So this in one of the most profound things that happened to me early playing in this game that made me just like I, I entered berserker rage of a whole new degree, gentlemen, is the experience system in this game. So let me just crash course, explain the experience system, um, and then I'll let you guys talk me down off the cliff. So just doing your thing leveling up grinding whatever except you're not leveling up but you're gaining experience points you're collecting this pool of experience points okay and the only way you can cash in those experience points and level up is by resting okay and that's not necessarily unheard of but the problem comes with the addition of this modifier okay um because if you camp at like a shitty place or like camp where Ignis can actually make you awesome buff food, uh, you don't get any modifiers on your experience. You just gain it. Same with if you reach the end of a chapter without really realizing you're going to reach the end of a chapter. It's just going to eat your experience and just give it to you regular. But there are 1.2, 1.5, and 2 times modifiers on these places. So if something happens and you don't get to go to the 2x modifier... It feels more like a punishment 
than the 2x being a reward because now that the 2x is there and it's readily available even just the 2x in general i think might create the problem because even if you knew you're only going to access it at certain points in the game then people would figure out how to pool experience until you reach the 2x modifiers so putting the modifier on it is one of the fundamental issues because it's it's just it's stupid. I should I should I should not feel like leveling up at a certain place in whatever bag of chips you're opening. Please God, stop it. Um whatever uh Oh shit. Whatever wherever I want to level up, like it should not I should not feel bad for not making my my way and spending 10 minutes through fucking loading screens to get to golden key just to get that 2x that's there like i should not feel obligated and like a waste of my time has occurred when i don't get to go there and level up um so that's my primary issue with it nick you had your own issues with it what were they um so my main issues with the experience system were that it's it took away the um like the kind of instant gratification you get and then also like the the value of leveling up itself. Um, like in a, in a game where you were awarded experience points immediately, you will level up, you'll get a, like you'll get a level up, uh, you'll get your status points up, you'll get rewards. Generally, some games will like actually show you what stats have gone up so you can see that there has been improvement. Uh, in this situation, you just pretty much store up your experience points and then just throw it all in into the fire and then it, it comes out with a big, huge boost, sometimes you may get 10 levels, sometimes you get 15. You're not really sure what stats you're leveling up. All you know is that you're apparently stronger. Um, and, like, the game can be finished on level 1. So it's not even a difficult game. It's not, that's not even a, a thing with it. Like, you can get a food, actually, that makes you stronger at level 1 than you would be at level 99 uh, with equivalent equipment. Um, but, like, it's still, like, the fact of the matter is, like, you have to take that time away. Like, it felt like it was padding the game length to me a little bit or you had to go and actually stop somewhere to, to level up as opposed to just continue on with the game so yeah and i understand that it, it, like when you're when you're grinding when you're in the process of grinding in an rpg because if you hate grinding you probably don't play a lot of rpgs like if you absolutely abhor grinding you honestly probably don't play a lot of rpgs um and so when you're when you're grinding like you get this sense of accomplishment as you're leveling and you're playing and you're leveling and you're playing and you're leveling and you're getting this slow stream of power and it does feel less awesome when you know early on in the game you you go from level 10 to level 33 in one rest and then the rest of the game it's like oh only gained five levels this time yay like what like, no, five levels should be awesome, but since you can go to this stupid 2X motel, none of it feels awesome. It all just feels contrived and stupid. <laughs> just to be uh, as negative as I possibly can be. Um, Cujo, how did you feel about the experience system? Me? Yeah. This is my turn? Yes. Yeah, okay. Turn. I totally disagree with both of you guys. All right, now, and so... why is that? Because and if you say realism, you... I'm coming through the internet and smacking the piss out of you. Just so you it's know, not re- it's not realism. It's just you. It's it's your guys's like issue. Like you don't have to go to the two X hotel. It's like that's what all this is about. It's like 
you know it's there, so it's like in the back of your head, I can't rest now and level up. But you can rest any time, basically, and level up. It, it's, um, and I know you're going to hate this, but it goes back to the Final Fantasy fans of first-timers. A lot of those first-timers are not going to know where the 2X hotel is. They're just going to keep leveling up. And I like that. What? Um, Hold the t- time out. Time out. So you mean to tell me that someone that is playing a video game is not going to see the experience times two the first time you are forced to rest there? Or they're not going to care. They, they, I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care. It's 2X. It's not like I have to come all the way back here every time. And even if I did, it doesn't take that long. But so what, he, what if, he's saying is that. If you're not a min-maxer, you're not trying to make the most efficient use of your time, it's not a big deal. I well, guess. I mean, you, don't, you, don't need to, you don't need it, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Like To beat the game, you don't need to save up all that EXP and, to level up 20 times. You can just do it normally and beat the game just as... Just, like, you'll save more time doing it that way. And then if you want to go and fight the final dungeons and stuff, that's when you need like the 3X. There's a 3X hotel, I think. Um, and that's when you go back and do all that grinding and go back to that. That's what I feel like you just, um, if you realize that it's not a big deal and it wasn't a big deal to me. So like, if I was just going through the dungeon and stuff, I was like, in my butt hand to me, I'm like, I'm just going to go up here. It's like, what's there between one level and two levels? Not that much, uh, that I'm losing. I'd rather just get through this dungeon and keep going. Okay. So... And I understand, like, there's you can play it without it, right? But then, what is the purpose of it? Like, if I like I said, it's for those extra dungeons where you have to be level 99 so you don't have okay. to gain levels so slowly. Well, then, why can't you just gain levels right away? Like, what's the point of having to go somewhere and sleep? Like, why add that? Like, even in the dungeons, there's a spot where you can rest. But why? But why do boss. that? Why not just give you the points and level up naturally? Like why? I think it saves time. Like because in the battles, you're not going through that screen where there's a here's all the XP you got and blah 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 blah. It just kind of flashes on your screen and you keep going. Like you do the same thing. Flash it on the screen and like oh somebody leveled up. Do, do a little thing on the side of the screen, but you can still move around. Yeah, or you could have it just part of the menu system. Just go into the menu system, apply experience, or or like. You know, there's plenty of RPGs where you level up in combat, then you go afterwards, and you have it's like so and so leveled up. This is what you got, and then the little new tag goes away. Like that's that's tons of games to do that. And if you want to bring up, if you bring up the fans and first timers, that's not going to make sense to a first timer of an RPG that they got to go somewhere and rest to to level up. That's that doesn't make sense to fans. Doesn't make sense to first timers either to have to go somewhere to level up. Like, if it's your first time, you don't know any different. But there's RPG mechanics in every game now. Like every game has RPG mechanics, and so the the concept of experience, like that's not going to say a lot for the RPG genre, right? So if someone's never played the RPG genre before, and this is the first time they play, and they go, "Oh, all these games, we have to stop and go somewhere and sleep to gain our experience," that's not a positive impression to make on first timers <laughs> of shit. Like, again, I'm not saying it's like the best thing. I'm just saying it's it was interesting. It's different. They tried something different. Well, stop. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, obviously, a, a lot of people are pissed off about it. 
Well, but to me, it wasn't that big of a an issue. I get it. Well, we've been harping on this experience thing for a while, but what about the personal skills? That bothered me way more than experience. Oh, yeah. And so, and I'm, I was going to speak to that. So, like, everyone has their own skill, right? So, Noctis is a fisherman. Uh, Gladio <laughs> is... Yeah, uh, those, those suck. Gladio gets extra stuff when you finish combat. Ignis, probably the most useful one, makes these massive cooking buffs by learning new recipes all the goddamn time. <laughs> and Prompto, he takes pictures and feels the need to stop progression all the time to say, hey, can we take a picture over there and get some experience? Uh, his is the only one that leveled up halfway decent for me because uh, it just happens all the time. What were you going to say about professions, Nick? Because it is professions, like an MMO. Uh, whatever. Um, my biggest issue with that, that is when you actually go and do the things and you level up your skill, you, it's like, bam, level two. And then it gives you like a title. Like, uh, like Gladio was the only one that actually made sense to me. Like, it'd be like a uh, high potion finder. You're like, oh, so he finds high potions now. Great. But everybody else, it's like, uh, like for like Noctis, he's like, expert fisherman and then but you don't get to see what the fuck you got like it does okay so he's an expert fisherman now what does that what benefit does that provide me yeah like um like ignis is i think he learned new recipes every time he leveled up which is whatever and then like what the fuck is the point of prompto shit like every game has got to have like some way to free to take uh, photos and screenshots and all the shit now for social media don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck stop wasting development time on this shit just stop. Yeah. But you got to pick which picture you took with you to the final battle. I'll tell you what. I took one that was a big <laughs> shot of Cindy's tits. And then uh, I'll tell you what. That was, uh, that was a great thing for Luna. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah. And, and so, and, it, and now leaving out of progression into the rest of content, it's, it brings me to my crux of the uh, one of my major problems with this game is it feels like they thought they learned too much from their MMOs, okay? Like, this game feels like, in many ways, a single-player MMO without any of the things that make an MMO kind of cool, right? Um, so they're like, ah, give everyone a profession, right? Everybody likes professions, but yeah, only really one or two of them's worth of fucking one of them's really annoying. And then they're like, massive world, all this stuff you can do. And I'm going from point A, picking a thing up, and bringing it back. So much time was spent. Go kill five uh, corals and come back. Go collect five frogs and come back. And I about lost my shit. I'm like, uh, this is... <laughs> these are MMO quests, guys. Like, these aren't even good quests for MMOs. Because, like, one quest in particular stands out of my mind. Where they're like, go find. You have to find. You have to disarm five bear traps, right? Uh, you have to disarm five bear traps. And a thing that MMOs do for people that don't play MMOs, uh, they make things when you have to collect them painfully obvious, because nobody wants to spend six hours looking for four things hidden on the ground. So they make them painfully obviously. They make them sparkle. They make them glow. Whatever. This game does none of those. So I spent literally 40 minutes, camera pointed at the ground, tracing this massive area, trying to find five bear traps to disarm for, I think I got 800 experience and 
maybe 400 gil. And good thing the PS4 controller's sturdy, because that's probably one of the, the most violent fits of rage I've had in a video game in a long time. So, again, fundamentally unhappy. How'd you guys feel about the quests uh, outside of uh, just the general game outside of uh, just the things to do? How'd you feel about the things to do in this game, Nick? Uh, I'll let Kojo go first because I've been going first all, every all right. time. Kojo, how'd you feel about the the, the uh, extra things to do in this game? Uh, I felt like there's a lot to do, but they rung empty. Like there's so there's a bunch of different monster quests and kill this or get a lot of fetch quests, but they didn't really affect anything in the story at all. So after you had your fill of them, you could just keep going on with the story. I mean, there was a lot, a lot to explore, but they were pretty boring. Okay. That's uh, all right. What about you, Nick? That's what uh, we all know how much I love open world games. So, um, it felt like, like I said, just a hollow, empty kind of space. Like, there are things to do, um, but like the main quest never really took you into any of these things. Like I will, I will admit the most one of the most fun I had was one of the fuck if I can get it out. One of the most fun times I had on this game was like on the, like in the first area, like you can explore this abandoned mine, uh, like mine shaft type thing, and like I don't, you're not supposed to go there early because like a level sixty fucking enemy who just tramps my shit and. It surprised the hell out of me, and I had a ton of fun actually surmounting that obstacle. Like, I kicked the shit out of that motherfucker eventually, but it, it used all my items pretty much. So I was getting one shot constantly, and it actually taught me how to play the game more than any other thing I was doing in the game. Uh, but that was never marked on the map. That was never, there's never any quest to go there. There was just nothing. I just stumbled upon it. And uh, I, only, I only really stumbled upon it because I cheated, because I was missing a goddamn um, fucking ancestor's weapon thing for the armager i'm like where the hell is this thing at and then people are like oh it's this thing that's not marked so i went there had a great time exploring that place uh and then went back into the overworld where you're not guided down linear path which i know is a big problem with a lot of people but i love linearity because it gives me like i don't got a lot of time to play these fuck games i don't want to go explore the world when i don't do that do that in real life it's not something enjoyable to me i just want i want to experience the story i want to just go through it so that was great. And then back in the overworld where it's like, oh, you can walk around and pick up some peas. Oh, you can go over here and fight these random monsters for no reason. Like, oh, you want to do a hunt quest? Sure. You can only take one hunt with you, and then you got to go halfway across the map and then come back to return it, and then we'll give you another one instead of just giving them all at the same time and letting me do them all at the same time. Like, it felt like they stretched things out needlessly, and they were just padding, padding, con padding time for lack of content. And uh... well, did you like it? Did right. you like it then after? Did you like the game after chapter ten? Then did you like it a lot more? Hell yes, because it was like you could just—it was like you could concentrate on the story. Like I hate when they give you yeah. a story and then like there's a big pause where you can go explore things. Like, oh man, uh, our capital just got taken over. We really got to make sure we we get regroup and get it back. Oh, I'm gonna spend twenty hours frolicking the fields and doing random shit. <laughs> no, like when shit hit the fan. Uh, after like chapter ten, it was great. Like everybody had complaints with chapter thirteen, but I thought it was one of the best chapters in the game because like I was actually getting like stuff was happening. I'm like, fantastic, let's keep going. I want to find out what's happening uh, with the characters. Where's everybody at? 
uh, like my only problem with it was like you had to like pretty much limp your way through the damn chapter unless well, you rolled the whole way through. But my problem with chapter thirteen is I'm with you. I'm with both you guys uh, as far as that goes. Maybe this is better in story section, but whatever. Um, that the crippling long dungeon feels like that should be a mid game thing, like a climax where you finally start to see that shit's way more fucked up than you think it is, and you have to hobble your way through it. When in fact, it was like, oh, boom, now you're at in-game, right? That is the only thing that was disconcerting about Chapter 13 to me, was all of a sudden, wait, I'm done? That didn't feel right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, to be I, fair, I that. Like, you can pretty much get through up to that point in like four hours if you actually yeah. just go storyline to storyline to storyline. So it is technically mid-game. Yeah, so I... I <laughs> if I'm, you don't tie the rest of it out. So, yeah, and I'm with you. Like, it, it just felt like... Something and I, I'm with you on the on the uh, side quest as well, where it in and, and again it comes back around to it feels like they had they wanted to do a thing. They're like, oh, we need an open world. Oh shit, our story doesn't uh, jive with an open world. So just give them a ton of side quests to do. Just open it up. Give them a ton of side quests to do, and nothing ever means anything except for this one thing. And just it's yeah, it was so it was so not fun. <laughs> Writing so. chocobos is fun. I like that. Eh, that was cool. Like, it was missing a card game. Like, if I could go around and play Triple Triad, it'd been better. Uh, that's it was missing. It was missing Triple Triad. Let's be fair. You oh, know, that's one thing. I, one thing I didn't like was the whole Chocobo. Like, you only can buy them for seven days at a time. Like, why can't we just have the Chocobos forever? Yeah. My issue like, with the Chocobo the was that if you wrote the Chocobo, Gladio skill didn't level up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but the Chocobo skill leveled up. Yeah, what the fuck yeah, <laughs> you're better off just just warp striking from point A to point B until Gladio's skill levels up. Yeah. Um. So I guess that'll do it for gameplay. Let's go ahead and rank uh, or rate gameplay. Well, um, we still got to talk about the mini games. Oh, talking about the mini games, Nick. You can touch on the mini games because I didn't really fuck with them too much. Okay, I'll, I'll just kind of gloss over them real quick then. Uh, there's trochlear racing that you can do, which was actually kind of fun in my opinion. Uh, you get pinball. Which is yeah, I like did it, play that for a minute. It's like an endless just fucking pinball thing, which is kind of difficult to understand. And once you learn the game, it's not really that fun because you're just trying to exploit it yeah. as much as possible to get to the highest amount of gold chests my, or whatever. My problem with the pinball thing was, is the first time I played it, like 40 minutes later, I'm like, when do you lose? When is this thing over? I'm done. Yeah, I'm like, how do I quit? Do you just gotta die? What? Oh, um. Then you got fishing, which is uh, the fishing mini game is okay. I, I, you know, as far as fishing mini games go, it's not the best. But once you get the hang of like moving the rod and doing the thing, like it was okay. My issue was like I would always like be trying to like uh, hit the lures to attract fish, and I'd be thinking of Breath of Fire and be like, like trying to follow a pattern and like give me something tangible that I can use to attract the fish, not just try to pull randomly and hope the fish. That I want well, no, it's 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 all about stopping and starting. Like that's 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 the trick in this one. Is this, you're like, go 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 stop, go 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 stop, and it always worked for me. I always get it every time. Well, my issue was like I'd be doing it, and then like a fish would be really interested, and then just all of a sudden you're just like, oh, I'm done, and then just swim away. I'm like, are you you bitch? I just chased you halfway across <laughs> this pond for no fucking reason. Yeah, I think that's okay. I think that's uh, RNG really. To be honest with you, um, maybe whatever. Um. Shit, I can't remember if there's any other mini games. Mm. Uh, there's a column C, the Coliseum one. Oh, the oh, betting, yeah. yeah, or whatever. 
Yeah, the betting one. That I actually kind of got into for like an hour, and then I was like, well, this is dumb, so I quit. Yeah, yeah. it's like fun, and they're like, oh, I'm bored. And you can all hear him say, er, day, like so many times, where you want to plug your Dude, hair you out. don't know how fucking bad that pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there's many games, there's stuff to do. It's just, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is, guys. Let's let's uh we've we've beat gameplay like a dead horse. So let's go ahead and rate it. Uh, Kuji, why don't you go first? We go rate gameplay. I had fun, but I mean, like, there's a lot of issues, so I'm gonna give it a three. All right, Nick, what are you giving it? Um, it's not garbage, but it's not the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, like it's it the game plays adequately, so I'll give it a three. All right, and like I said, like I can't pinpoint what it is and i know it's not necessarily the story which we'll get into in a minute it, but there's something about this game that makes me fundamentally unhappy when i'm playing it so i'm gonna give it a two it's just because it is it is what it is guys all right that wraps up a gameplay let's move into story Buddy, my friend, uh, why don't you give us a uh, quick rundown of the plot of Final Fantasy XV? Sure. Now, uh, your enjoyment of the plot of this game is going to depend on whether or not you actually watch the movie beforehand, and then also the anime. So I, I don't think it does. Keep that in mind. I don't think it does. I, apparently, it improves the experience a lot. Now, it, it does improve be- the experience, but it only really helps you get going early on. Like a lot of the other stuff, that I don't think it really affects it much. Okay, uh, so here's the plot for the first like seven chapters of the game. Um, you're getting, you're on your way to get married to this princess, uh, priestess, whatever, in another uh, nation. Uh, when you leave, your capital city gets attacked. The uh, like imposing army breaks the truce. Your dad dies. Like, pretty much everybody's slaughtered, and then you and your buddies have to go meet your girlfriend, fiance, whatever. Um, then you end up having to uh, like unlock the power of your ancestors through their weapons to get stronger to, in order to beat the, the big bad guy. Um, you find out that you your girlfriend your fiance is always one step ahead of you and you have to kind of go to where she's been and make these packs with this, these ancestral beings, the fucking I can't remember what they call them in this game, the summons. Uh, they, they're um, just like part of the six. Like they just call them their god, the gods. Yeah, some stupid shit. Like I always want to call them like Edelons or anything, like, or summons something. or anything. Yeah. Um. So you pretty much have to go and make packs. First, you make a pact with Titan. Then you make a pact with Ramu. And then you make a pact with Leviathan. And then you make a pact with Shiva. And then 
you make a pact with uh fuck is it Bahamut? Yes, Bahamut. I was one. I wanted to say Tiamat for some reason. Fucking retarded. <laughs> um, and then you fight uh Ifrit at the end of the game. Um, those, that's where the six summons come in. But anyway, um, so as you're tracking down the summons, you meet this mysterious man, this red-headed guy. He always seems to show up uh, as if by coincidence, saying crap, uh, spouting cryptic nonsense. Then you find out he's like the fucking head strategic guy for the opposing military. But he he goes out of his way to help you, and then my favorite part of the game would be when your party's like g- grouping up. They're like, "This guy has, this guy seems to like trouble." Oh, but you know, he's the only way we're gonna get into where we gotta go. I guess we just gotta hope for the best. Like, what, what, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arden, that happens is, the whole game. It, the whole it, game. It is. It is uh, one of the fundamental plot problems in this game. It's like they know this guy is no good. In no way should he be trusted, followed, or anything. But yet, at every turn, they're like, he's like, well, you guys could do it the hard way, or I could just let you in the front door. And they're like, yeah, let's just, that's his way. His way sounds good. I mean, it sounds like, what, what, uh, what devil, ha ha ha, ha ha ha, are we making a deal with? And, uh, yeah. So, Arden's a bitch. Um, yeah. Um, like the worst part is like you he'll let you in and then shit ends up fucking up anyway. Like like you, your car gets stolen and you're like, Oh, golly gee willikers, you know, we really gotta get our car back. She's the most important part of the team here. So then you just like you spend some time getting your car back. Um and like it's just like you you're pretty much from one plot point to the next, like something happens and you're like, Oh, we gotta go we gotta just go there, fix the problem and shit. Um and then eventually you get to the to this part where you have to get a boat to go to where like this other the, the nation where Luna Frey is at, because that's also uh, conveniently where the Leviathan summon is at. So y'all go there, um, and then surprise, surprise, shit hits the fan. Leviathan is not really cool with making a pact with people. At the same time, the Empire attacks. Um, oh, meanwhile. All the important deaths that happen in this game are like even not even important. Like all the deaths happen off screen, practically. Like you'll like something will happen and then you'll come back and it's like, oh hey, old man Jenkins died. Oh no. Oh god. Well those people are horrible. And then like like when the first guy dies, like he's like a caretaker for like some little kid, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? Who <laughs> who died? And everybody's like mourning this dude. I'm like, well, I don't even know what the fuck who this I, person is. Like, what the fuck? I all right, so I kind of get that one, and I kind of understood what was happening. Is he's like he's like one of the only guys in this imperial occupied city that's willing to house like this fugitive that is the prince, and he gets killed for it. So I understand. Even then, even then the Nazis is running around the whole town the whole time. Well, yeah, and, you don't ever see any evidence of any imperial occupiers there. Like I did not see any dudes there from the fucking. The Empire. And then all of a sudden, like, we come back from doing, finding a sword or some shit, and he's like, well, oh, yeah, they killed him. They too, killed him. They're, they're too busy flying around in their little drop ships attacking me every five minutes. Like, that's that's why they're not in town. Like, Imperials just... above us. Imperials above us. Um, yeah, okay, anyway, so, um, anyway, the Lyman stuff happens. Spoilers. Uh, Arden kills Luna Freya, stabs her. 
then she gives you her power, and you go fucking Super Saiyan and beat the shit out of Leviathan. And the game turned from an action RPG to a shoot 'em up. And uh, they didn't really explain the controls there too well for me. Like I kept like clicking the button, shooting shit instead of holding it down, which eventually I figured out. I'm like, oh wow, that makes this so much easier. But whatever. It's, it's Zone of Enders um, for five seconds, man. <laughs> like that's all it I is. know. Like, and I was like, fuck, this game would be more enjoyable like this. But whatever. Um, and then off screen, Ignis gets his blind, like gets blinded, um, like shit hits the fan, and then like every, like Noctis is mopey, which is understandable, like he's already kind of mopey, but like like his girl, his fiance is dead, um, Ignis is blinded, like shit shit got fucked up, and the whole time Gladio's like, stop being a pussy, stop being a pussy, you gonna man up, you gonna man up, you you gonna man up, you're gonna be a pussy, you're gonna be the king. And Noctis is like, I really don't need this shit right now. And then there's like infighting. And then you'll have a bonding dungeon exploration thing where like you gotta drag Ignis with you and he's limping along because he can't see shit. <laughs> and I'm like, why 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 would you bring a blind guy to a fight? Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like the whole time, like in this dungeon, I'm just running ahead. Everybody's like, Noctis, wait, you gotta wait. Bob I'm like, fuck you. He'll catch up. I don't even need you guys because you all just end up dying when I'm fighting shit anyway. Oh, wow, I'm getting too heated. Anyway, um, at the end of that dungeon, Ignis saves everybody somehow, because he's magical or whatever the fuck. Um, more shit happens. You have to get, you finish your train ride to get into the Imperial Capital. Uh, you attack the capital. Your car gets blown to shit. Um, then you get split up from everybody, and then you spend, like, the game takes a horror bent. Like, you pretty much go through, like, a, a haunted maze, where you're getting chased and har- harassed by things. You can't I think it's supposed to be remnant. I think again, it's supposed to be remnant. Again, them trying to like pay these homages to final, like previous Final Fantasies. Like to me, it felt like they were trying to redo Shinra head- headquarters, where you're you're yeah. like you're you're going up, going up through all these puzzles, and it becomes increasingly creepy as you go up, and then like and then the shit hits the fan, and it's really creepy, and everybody's got to get the fuck out of dodge. But yeah. I guess I don't know. All I know is that it was probably my favorite part of the game, like except for the whole like having to like limp everywhere thing. Like it was a lot of fun. I didn't mind that it was like three hour dungeon because I was like, finally, at least something's happening and like it's whatever. Uh, now like the whole like spoilers. Um, Prompto is actually a Magitech thing. They're like a, yeah, they're like lab. whoever the fuck they're happens. like demons grown in a lab somehow. They like. They like bred people to turn into demons, is what it is. But I don't know how he. They never explained how he got away in the first place. Exactly. There's and also and there, there's so much there's so much crap they didn't explain. It's just like okay, this is happening now. I think the people like I read the majority of stuff you can find out is you, you have to actually listen to like you have to every time you see a radio you have to stop and listen to the radio because they give you information. Then people random people have conversations that give you more information, and like. They tried to do a, a less exposition type narrative and more of a like a world building type narrative, but they fucking absolutely fucked that up in my opinion. Um, and like the biggest thing about finding out that Prompto was a, a magic reading thing, whatever, was that like literally he's like, "Oh, I knew this all along. I didn't want you guys to know. I didn't want you all to hate me or some bullshit." And then everybody's like. Like, why would we hate you? You're the same. You're the same man you've always been. Blah blah. blah. And that thing just kind of get resol- gets resolved really quick. Like, I can understand their point of view. Like, I wouldn't give them shit for it either. But like, like it was like, to me, it was like a, like this. They were they were going for like this big 
motionful like in like a motionful impact thing and it fell flat and i'm like whatever because yeah, it's like i thought they were together like since they were kids so why would they not like it doesn't make any sense no uh prompto was once fat and then he lost a bunch of weight to become friends with noctis when they're like teenagers yeah but when was he teenagers i, I don't know well, think. I don't know, but when when did he come? Like when did he get away from the Magitech thing? When he was a kid, I guess. I, yeah. So like none of it matters. Like yeah, it doesn't whatever. Matter. It was just it a two. It was just a two sex mafia, so you can get through the door. Uh, Pretty much. It didn't have to be. Like it just felt like at that point they probably had given everybody else a really poignant like plot line, and at that point Prompto had all only been really like kidnapped, so they kind of probably felt the need to give him something. I don't know. Well, there was that one point in the game where you're like you're sitting on the roof with Noctis and like he starts crying. Do you ever get to that part? Yeah, yeah, that? that one. That's that. That's why I thought like the most emotional person was him, but I don't know. Uh, well, you can tell you know. he looks a little uh, go emotional. Ahead. Go ahead and go ahead and wrap it up for us, Nick, because we're almost at the anyway. End. Um, so pretty much, uh, come to find out that Noctis has to get like locked away in a crystal to like submit his powers to make them grow or whatever. And ten years pass, world's all fucked up. Your partner members are still alive, including the blonde guy who's managed to survive—not only survive but thrive in this environment uh, more so than people that actually have vision. How that? How that's a thing? Fucking beyond me. Because he's more whatever. accustomed to the darkness than the rest of us, Nick. It's just funny he he's the one guy with glasses, and then he can't see, and he's I don't know. Anyway, like, uh, well, we glossed over the fact that where like Arden is uh like one of the like he he the way so originally like he took on like all these like demon things into himself in order to cleanse the world, but then was not accepted into heaven or whatever because he was all demon. Star- no, so, I think it was this. Uh, the crystal wouldn't accept him. He was supposed to be a king, but because he absorbed all the Star Scourge, uh, they rejected him. And then he's immortal, so he just had this huge grudge. And the only yeah. way he can get his revenge is like to end the line of Noctis. And, and, the only way to he do could, that... and he he didn't feel right doing it when he was powerless, so he had to make sure he had all of his power and they could fight like real men. Well, I think what he no, actually I think. He wanted to destroy everything. So it, it, essentially, if he kills Noxus with all those powers absorbed into him, he kills everyone, like all the summons and all the kings and all that stuff. I didn't pick so up. So no on one that can part. come back because all I got I, was the part where he's laughing maniacally, like it wouldn't be right to fight you now well, or whatever. I, yeah, I read a lot of stuff about this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually felt like he was just trying to. He wanted to die because he was tired of being alive. And if he either either way, he wins. Like he won. He's a villain that won. I guess, like, like either he dies and he stops his suffering, or he ends the Noctis's line and that the world lives in, you know, darkness forever. Blah blah blah. Sad well, ending. Blah blah blah. Ending anyway. So Noctis makes up. World, the world's fucking destroyed. Everybody finds him, and then you make your last assault on Arden. Uh, your your whole party members get there, and then they get knocked out by Arden, and then you have a big one on one fight. And then you get like you die. You have to die to fight him. Like you have to give like all of your ancestors like stab you with their weapons, even your dad. And then like you get like you're in this alternate world and you're fighting. And what are, I don't know what the fuck happened at the end there for a minute. I don't know if like you're in an alternate world, like you're in the afterlife. No, you're in happening. the spirit world. It's a spirit world. Like 
he the only way to kill him all the way is you have to he has to die like so he can't come back you have to kill him in the, his spirit as well so the only way to do that is not just have to die the only way to kill him was with all of his uh that summons to kill him he had to summon his own ancestors to kill him so well, there you have it. So, okay so uh <laughs> Again, uh, this again, this is going to shift a little bit because uh, while you guys sound like you totally didn't have fun with the story of this game, I did. Uh, go figure. And that might be because I'm drowning in this ocean of misery, and even a plank looks like a you know a full fledged fucking canoe at that point. Uh, if you get my metaphor. Uh, so, I mean, for the most part, I didn't have a problem with the story. A lot of the interactions seemed reasonable. Uh, and I could justify most of them within the party, really, because, uh, I mean, I understand why Noctis gets upset at certain points, um, because most of the times it's like he makes a choice and then people die because of that choice, and maybe he's not old enough to accept that. The only person that really pissed me off was fucking Gladio, because he's like, so we could be a pussy? I'm like, yeah, he's gonna be a pussy for a little while. Let him be. Like, but then again, we don't really have a frame of time for how long he was being a little whiny bitch because we've been being a little whiny bitch for a couple months then yeah you know gladiator is just slapping around the rest of the time it's just like leave him alone let him do his thing uh that's bad storytelling so yeah i'm with you like i'm not i'm certainly not going to give it a five at the end of this thing for fucking sure but uh i don't know like and i really enjoyed noctis as a main character in a final fantasy game because final fantasy in my opinion has some pretty atrocious main characters for as much as I like Final Fantasy VII, Cloud's just kind of a emo dick, and then, or just kind of like a brooding dick, and then Squall's just that's just no, and then you got uh, uh fuck, what's his name from uh nine with the rat Zidane? Zidane, that dude, that dude weirded me out because he's a perv, but yet like is he fifteen? We don't really know. And he was weird. Didn't care for Zidane. Uh, Titus was just... That was whiny at an extreme level that I couldn't even tolerate. So, I mean, they don't have a necessarily a running theme of... They've got really cool supporting characters a lot of the time, but the main characters kind of fall flat. Noctis didn't feel overly whiny, and he didn't feel overly emo. Um, don't get me wrong, there are times when he is either of those things, but not for very long. Not if you're playing through, like, he kind of gets over the stuff kind of quick. Um, and, you know, he seems to have reasonable relationships with people. Like, he, he, and he feels like he has a personality that I, I can I can accept as a real personality. Um, not a fake video game personality. So, uh, and the characters, I'm okay with most of the characters. Prompto is annoying, sure, but, like, I can, I can feel his motivations. Gladio's, whatever, Ignis's. I mean, they're okay. Um... And as far as the story is concerned, like, it did kind of feel like a traditional Final Fantasy story in most regards. Um, you know, the massive crystal power, the the bad guy that's kind of been involved the whole time kind of thing. Um, and it does suffer from a lot of, like, let's chase the plot. But there's not a point in which there's not a clear objective for the heroes. Like, there's not... There's not in Final Fantasy games you get a lot of these moments where you're like, okay, we just did the thing. Now nobody really knows what we do now, so you kind of wander into the next thing, and then something happens for another plot for you to chase until you get back into the main overarching thing. Um, 
this felt like, well, no, we always have to go collect more armagers. We have to visit more of the gods. Like, there was always a clear objective um, for the heroes, which I was fine with. Um, and, you know, the dialogue, not necessarily the best, but they did manage to convey a lot of emotion and a lot of the, a lot of scenes. I got, you know, I was, I was okay with the story. I was enjoying the story and what was happening more than I was when I was just playing the game. So go figure. Um, Nick, any, any final comments about the story? Good and bad. Uh no, I agree with you for the most part. Like, like I actually enjoyed the latter half of the game more than the first half of the game because I had like there was more of a sense of urgency. Like things were happening, and you were you really had no time to just stop and wander around like an asshole. Like things were happening, people were talking to each other, um, and the like. I think they did a really good job with character development because um, the, your party members felt like uh, like real people, like you said. Uh, like the NPCs, uh, whatever. There's only so much you can do with NPCs, but for spending the entire game with a group of four people, uh, they had good interactions with each other. Um, everything felt kind of natural for the most part. Um, so I think they did they did a really good job with that. Um, and I mean, for the overarching plot, like nothing really new. Uh, like it was okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I like the idea of aging the characters like this. I I like the idea of that jump in time, but it was executed so poorly, in my opinion. Like it, it's it was you know it kind of fell flat, um, and they could have done a lot more with that that brief time where you wake up on the island, you got to meet it with everyone else. Like this whole world's filled with fucking demons, and they're running everywhere, and you only really go to the end of like the key a little bit up to the first road before you run into to little whiny boy um mixed up in pants my daddy died kind of guy um so and so yeah and like i said most of most of it i enjoyed um cujo any thoughts on the story good or bad final thoughts um i thought the story was good but the telling of the story was really bad they left a lot of stuff out or you had to like you said listen to everything which a lot of times you're not paying attention to what the radio is saying or what other people are saying. So I, I miss a lot of stuff and I was just like, what? And then now he's just here or, you know, some stuff like that happened a lot and it kind of pissed me off. I was just like, that's annoying. Um, but like when you actually find out the story, it's kind of interesting how, you know, how Arden was, you know, the first King and he absorbed all the scar scourge and all that kind of stuff. But you don't, they don't really go into that. And I felt like if they did, it would, made me care more um the only thing that i did care about was the actual four guys you play the whole game with and like you guys said the character development was really good they start off one point and they end up somewhere else and you know they fight like real people they talk to each other like real people they make fun of each other um so they did a really good job with uh, the character development on the actual guys yeah um, i'm with you so. I am with you. So let's score it. Let's let's uh, we're getting kind of long in the tooth on this one anyway. So, uh, could you want you go ahead and score the story for me? Uh, two and a half. Two point five. Nick, where you at on the story? Uh, first your comment on getting long in the tooth. It's not gonna take us ten years for this. So, we're, we got them beat on that. <laughs> uh, Fucking savage, man. <laughs> so, uh, I'm giving you the. 
giving it a three out of five because it was like, like the character development was great. The story underperformed for me, um, and that's where they want to go with that. Yeah, and I'm I'm right there with you, Nick. I'm going to give it a three and a half as well. Uh, I came pretty attached to to most of the characters. I really uh, enjoyed them as characters. They weren't a lot of you know one note people as you see a lot in RPGs. So um, I really enjoyed it. Again, we're saying we really enjoy something that's a 3.5 in this game. Just saying. All right, let's move on to music. So the music, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to toss it to, let me toss it to you, uh, Cujo. Why don't you talk about the music for a second while I compose my thoughts on how I feel about the music of this game? Uh, I thought the music was pretty good. Uh, I'm not like a, I don't know. I don't think I have the best ear for this kind of stuff, but I think it sounded like Final Fantasy. Um, I mean, I like the part where you can change to if you don't like the music or you're getting tired of the music you can you know the overworld you can play the old final fantasy stuff um they even updated it where you can do it on the chocobo or if you're just walking around or you know, like, so not just when you're in the car so i like that um and i had i didn't really have anything that like stood out or i hated so i felt like the music was i mean it's the standard final fantasy high level stuff so all right nick how about you how do you feel about the music I will say that the overall music got stuck in my head for weeks, and I can still hear it right now. Like, probably one of my favorite compositions from a, a Final Fantasy game. Um, the rest of it, I can't remember any music from anything else, because the rest of the time, like, I would have the NPC player going, and uh, I, like, I would pretty much just watch my favorite songs from, like, Final Fantasy IX and Final Fantasy VII. Uh, so I can't really i can't really play what the hell the rest of the music in the game was you know and that's and that's where i'm at is like i honestly can't remember a single track from this game maybe the battle music i could bring to to mind like uh but and that's because it was really similar to other battle musics uh in the final fantasy series like i'm pretty sure it's just kind of like a re re uh re imagining of the same thing um, so I don't know. Um, and yeah, most of the time where music will be playing, I'm, I got the, the old stuff going. Like I'm playing my favorite tunes from, from Final Fantasy's past. So, eh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, and see, I don't know if we can really hold that against the game though. Cause it's part of the soundtrack for the game. It's just not, it wasn't designed for this game. 
Yeah, but it's not... I don't know if I could hold it against it, but that's not necessarily speaking leagues for the game either. Where if you no, don't right. have something on par to make me want to listen to your thing, I'd rather just turn it off and listen to something else. Um, and it's not, you know... Sure, the game made it easier that, for us that's to a do. High bar. That's, a, that's a high bar to match, though, when you have your favorite songs from other Final Fantasies there. You're going to listen to that besides like this new stuff. I get you know that. I mean? and, and But in the times where I couldn't say listen to that, um, I should still feel like i mean because so i couldn't tell you what music was playing in some of those additional chapters it must have been it it had to have been so subtle i did not didn't even pick up on it like there was no like i couldn't tell you what music was playing it all through the three hour chapter of chapter 13 like i think that was just ambient noise that whole fucking thing as far as i could guess like i I honestly have zero recollection of the music in this game, guys. And, uh, yeah, I to this date, I, I don't think I've had such a non-sort of remembrance of a game soundtrack before, like, at all. So, uh, yeah, Cujo, score it, I guess. Four out of five. Nick? Uh, I'll give it a two uh, because the overall music is great. Can't like you said, can't remember anything else. Well, I don't know, maybe that's too fucked up because like the sound effects were okay, and like the voice acting was pretty decent. So I'll give it a three for that. Uh, and like I can't really give it or take away points for having music from older games in it because that's just a, it's a bonus, but it's not a credit to the game itself, like you said, because it needs to have its own legs to stand on, and, and it really doesn't. Yeah, I mean. And I'm I'm think I'm right there with you on a three because because uh, I mean there's nothing if I remember something bad that I didn't like then I could take it below average but nothing really stood out nothing took me out of it so you know three it is uh, as far as the game looked however I think the game looked phenomenal like I mean it's a yeah. gorgeous game. So, I mean... And the animations were great. Didn't have any problem with lip-syncing. Yeah, no, I mean... Like, like another <laughs> game that just came out. The, there's none of that. And they really nailed a lot of subtle emotional expressions in those cutscenes, if you ask me. Um, which isn't something I've seen to great effect before. Because sometimes before, you get a little uncanny valley when they try and make subtle facial expressions. But in this... I was really impressed with a lot of the uh, emotion they were able to convey in people's faces um, in a lot of the well, they looked scenes. like real people. They looked like real people. Like, so they like when you look when you look at the face of Prompto or Gladio, it's like that's what a real person looks like. Minus Not the like, hair. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe in New Jersey, I don't know. Well, so um, if you really if you really style it, you can get it to look like that. Lots of product. Lots of product. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, the visuals look great. I think the monster designs were great. The uh, designs of the six, so the six uh, monsters were awesome. Um, Like, the scene where you're stuck on the train and the non-real, like, dead Shiva course is right there. To me, that that still looks awesome. Um, There's just a lot of really cool, interesting stuff to look at in this game, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so if I'm going to rate the visuals, I'll give the visuals a five, like straight up for me. 
Uh, Nick, how'd you feel about the visuals and rate it? Uh, I'll say these are the best graphics I've probably ever seen in my life. Uh, so you could definitely tell that 10 years was spent on something and they did, they pulled this out at least. Um, like when the summons came through fucking gorgeous, the spell effects were great. The weapon design was good. The character design was good. Like the different costumes were cool that you could wear. Uh, I didn't really change it up very often, but I appreciated like that you can change your character's look. Um, the car looked pretty fucking sweet. Like I didn't really customize it too much. I pretty much just made it all black because who doesn't like black? Uh, Chocobos look cool. Like so you could dye them. Um, like the game, like the the landscape looked fucking great. Like there was nothing that I looked at and I was like, I've seen this already. Like I think I can't remember like looking at things that were just copy and pasted. But like it pretty much looked like the hand did everything, which was fucking great. Like the cutscenes were great. Uh, the action when you could see it was great. Uh, when you could see five it. out of five. All right, uh, Cujo. Yeah, I'm right with you guys. Everything looked amazing. Like even the little details, like you get dirty if you don't sleep for a long time. Like there's ripples in the water when you're running through, like the shadows. Um, even the day to night, like the gradual effect of it was amazing. Um, like even like if you look at like a light at night, there's like little moths flying in there and stuff. Like they went through a lot of work to make it look really, really great. And uh yeah, five out of five. All right. time we do this my overall experience is an expectations versus reality sort of thing how i felt about it uh going into it and how i feel about it coming out of it uh and so for this game my hype level was middling because of course i always want a new final fantasy game but we keep getting burned on it and 13 was such a large burn on it it was and they and every time more news came out about how the game was going to play I was kind of more and more disappointed and that sort of leveled into the game because I always thought, you know, listening to news and looking at the newest demo, like there's going to be more, right? When we get to the live game, like there's going to be more, right? Right? Somebody, somebody, no, there's, there's no more. This is, this is what you're going to get. Um, and that's sort of disappointing. Um, and, but on the other side of things, looking at designs and how they were portraying what the game was going to look like, I was really not feeling the overall design of the characters, anything in it. I was like, this, this all looks stupid. It all looks so 
modern Japanese, I, I just, I want to kill myself. Like, I, I was not thrilled about it, and I was positive I was going to hate all the characters. Like, it was all just, it was all going to suck. Um, so, only one thing sucked, and that's how it played. Uh, so, it, it, I guess that kind of leaves me as a, with a sort of middling, um, at best, sort of overall experience, where um, there were times where I had fun, but they would be immediately followed up by a, a why did you make that choice? Like, I enjoyed the dungeons. The dungeons were great. Um, a lot of the special events were great. Um, fighting some of the really tough monsters felt, you know, rewarding when you finally beat that bitch because it was so stupid hard. Um, best example of that for me is I actually killed that Midgard Stormer snake monster before you go in the second dungeon that you're not supposed to fight yet. Um, that was amazing. <laughs> killed that bitch. That was great. Um, so, I mean, overall experience is a three from me. Nick, where you at? Um, today I'm going to follow the uh, kind of guidelines that you use, which is uh, expectations versus uh, what I actually got. So, coming into this, I uh, really wasn't looking forward to playing it. Like, as I said earlier, as a one out of ten on fun, or like expectations versus like, uh, or like, I guess hype would be like, meh. Uh, versus, oh yeah, fucking great, another Final Fantasy, let's do it. I was like, fuck, I gotta play this shit for the show, whatever. Alright, I'll just get it done with. Um, but then, like, I started playing it, like, there, it, it had its problems, uh, and, like, until I got to the first dungeon, where you get your first, like, uh, Armager thing, like, I was like, yeah, this game's whatever. And then, like, I got to the dungeon, and it was a, a linear thing, like, it had, like, like, a horror theme to it, like, there was these goblins making noise, your characters are like, what the fuck's going on? Like it felt very real, and it was extremely enjoyable to me. And I finished the dungeon, I was disappointed, and I was like, shit, it's over. I had to go back to the open world thing. So, um, eventually, like once the first half of the game was done, and I got to like the latter half of the game, my enjoyment levels just rose exponentially. Um, and I had a lot of fun, and I was kind of disappointed that it was over when it was over. Um, so I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. What about you, Kujo? I kind of have like the opposite of you guys where I had a kind of, well, when I play a Final Fantasy game, I expect the story to be amazing. You know, usually it is, or like the character, like everything, character development, story, everything like is great. And then um, when I started playing it, it was like the opposite. I had fun, more fun, like fighting and going through the world and all that stuff. And when I got to like past chapter 10, like things were just happening and there was no explanations and stuff. And it kind of took me out of the game. Um, Cause like before I started playing the story, you know, I, I think I did chapter two for like 10 or 15 hours. Where I just went through the world and leveled up and stuff like that. And then I went through the game and I just went, you know, close to the game, but the story was just like, so disappointing to me. Cause like uh, the story is great, but the, how they told it and they left so many things out just frustrated me. So, um, I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. All right. Uh, now next favorite category, replayability. Um, I'll play this game again because I feel the need to give a lot of stuff a second try, especially stuff that I really hate, um, and can't explain why. Because there's something about this game that I fundamentally don't like, but I don't, I can't pinpoint what it is. Um, and so I'll probably play it again. 
It's got new game plus. There's lots of extra stuff to do. So it's 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 a fairly high replay about replay value to it. Um, if you enjoy the play of it, I mean, because you could you could go through and try not ever cashing in your experience except for the end of uh, chapters, or you could you know there's a bunch of things you could do. So replayability, I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, Kujo. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. Uh, I'm going to play all the new stuff that comes out, but I don't think I could go through what I did, like, you know, building up my character and all that stuff all through it, all over again. So Okay. All right. Nick? Um, I will give it a two. Um, and that's only because there's a new game plus thing where you can go through and level up your character to max if you never did before or redo all the hunts if that's what you're into or just power through the plot again. Uh, now... They have said that they're going to be fixing some of the gameplay, like adding some more story content, fixing some of the chapters, and then adding like DLC and stuff. So it may be worthwhile to play through again one time to experience the game complete, quote unquote. Um, but other than that, I don't really see how the, the this, you can do everything in one game, like one playthrough. So I don't really see the need for re- replayability, and I'm not really seeing it there. So, all right. That'll do it for our review, guys. But before we move on, let's do quick fire questions. All right. First up, Nick, favorite hunt? Uh, Adamant Toys, I guess, even though it was a big pain in the ass. All right. I really remember. Kevin. Yeah, same. Oh, man, I like the Behemoth, the first special one. That was fun. All right. Favorite summon? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Favorite summon, Kevin? Uh, Shiva. Nick? Uh, Bahamut. Oh man. Oh man. I probably got to give it to to Titan cuz like that first Titan that Titan encounter is pretty sweet. All right. Favorite bromosexual. Nick. Wait, what? Favorite bromosexual. Are you just mean like your favorite party member? Yeah. Oh. Uh the Ignis cuz the only one I can tolerate. Kevin. Uh Gladio. I uh, like Ignis. Ignis was my bro. Sad that he got blinded. All right. Uh, number four. Sydney, sexy or offensive? Cujo. Uh, both. Nick. Yeah, I say both. It's even sexier that she's offensive. Oh man. It's, you know what? Like they sexualized her so far that it kind of bothered me. Like when you go and like I just need gas. I don't need a three minute fucking animation of Sydney cleaning the car off. Come on, please. I will uh, say Nicole watched that like the first time she saw her. She's like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "It's just don't worry about it." You should have said, "Look, man, she found this jacket that she really, really liked in like third grade. The arms were a little long, so she figures she just grow into it over time." All right. Uh, how easy was this game to masturbate to? One being the hardest. Five being the easiest. Cujo, go. Just pause on Cindy. Five. All right, Nick. Five. Any point in the game, really. Yeah, I, I give it a five, too. I mean, Gladio is ripped, bro. He's ripped. <laughs> he All goes right. back at those battle scars. Oof, that just swings the pot. There's, like, at some point where, like, he changes his outfit and he's just a vest. You're like, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing here? All right. I think it's a part of his shirt off. Whatever. Anyway... That'll wrap it up. Uh, Do the whole outro thing in both, so it sounds great. So until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Bye. I guess. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The RPG Show. 
You know what you can do. You can head on over to the website at therpgshow.com. You can find all sorts of rip-roaring, badass, banging shit there. You can find links to our forums, YouTube, Twitch channels, as well as a Help the Show link and a link to the Discord, as we mentioned earlier. If, you know, live chatting is not, you know, your bag, then you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com or even follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. And I think, really, that's it. Oh, no it's not. You know it'd be better than all those things if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Each one helps, and we love you for it. So until next time, stay awesome. Bye, everybody. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, Brent, I love that show. I love it so much. I wish I could just, just embrace you and give you the most love possible but you know what you know what says love more than than an intimate embrace money that's right money says it and you know what you can give us money without ever av- actually having spent any extra money cuz i know i know what you're doing you're going to amazon you're getting the free 2 day shipping you're buying your extra large uh, underwear or your 5 pound chocolate easter bunny or what god knows what else you're buying they got all kinds of shit there. You know, Prime with the free two-day ship, and just, it's great. I know you're doing it. And what happens, if you go on over to our website at therpgshow.com, you click on the Amazon affiliate link, and everything you buy, after clicking on that link, Amazon pays us. It's like you're giving us money, but you're making Amazon do it. How great is that? Right? That's what I thought. So, just you do that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, I don't really know how to end this. That's, so, yeah, bye.